is Dr. Dan Purser, danpursermd.com, pursermd.com. Um, welcome to my podcast live for September, uh, say the 12th, yeah, it is 12, 2023. Um, and uh, we're going to be doing cause or effect. Is MTHFR part of the fibromyalgia picture? Which intracellular vitamin deficiencies do I see with fibromyalgia? What are the top 10, really? And I'm going to go through that, but first we're going to go through a question and answer session. Across from me is Denise Purser, the mother of Brecken, and the mother of Chantel, and the mother of Jackson. Um, she's also my wife. Um, and she's the reason I did all this. Um, we'd been married for a while once she finally let on that she had fibromyalgia. And I thought I'm going to help her. I got to figure this out. And I tried, kind of stumbled on a lot of this myself. It all started when I heard that, um, that Nature Pass were using molybdenum to help patients with fibromyalgia, which I found really interesting because it worked. Not on everyone, but on, on a, quite a few patients I tried it with. Just molybdenum, 50 micrograms, which is a tiny dose. I tell them to take one or two a day. And they come out and go, gather yeah, 60% better or 50% better. And we're shocked. And uh, that led to many other things I've discovered. And, um, and it's interesting because the genetic information came out later, probably in about 2005, 2007, somewhere in there. And uh, we start, it started filtering out from the Human Genome Project. And so I started discovering a lot more about it, figured it out. And uh, now I've, I have a group, uh, I won't say where, because can I say where? The 6,000 patients. Yeah, you're core. okay. You can say it's on Facebook. Yeah, it's a Facebook, uh, a Facebook page called In Fibromyalgia with Natural Options. Um, and it's on Facebook, but anyway, it's a 6,000 patient cohort who've got most of which you've gotten better. We have a lot of quotes from them. I put some in the ads for this week, the posts I did for, for preparing for this, uh, get a lot of good, good work from that. Patients get free care there. Uh, and, um, uh, so if you're not, if you have fibromyalgia, have friends that are, you now know where to, what to suggest for them, but I'm going to go into some details here. So. Uh, I was talking to Chantel. Should we start with the intro real quick? Oh, yeah, you want? Oh, yeah, you got to do your intro. Yeah, do your intro. Jackson, Jack, that was Jackson talking. He's worked so hard You'll on it. You'll see us in a second. Oh, never mind. It didn't play. <laughs> <We're here. laughs> um, didn't play? Yeah, I could play real quick. There you go. Can you hear me over? Yeah. Should I sing along? Nah, you're good. Okay, there it is. That was quick. Uh-huh. A little lightning. What was a lightning intro? What is that? Yeah, I really need to show it to you so you can see what we're doing here. <laughs> is it fancy? No. <laughs> okay. But well, it's cool. It's magical. Okay, it's magical and fancy. Like, <laughs> I hear a quick rip through Disney World. Okay, That's so. Um, if you want to introduce us again, we have yeah. a new person on camera tonight. Je uh, Denise Purser, the mother of Brecken, who's not here tonight. She's taking Brecken's place. Uh, and the mother of Chantel is also helping out. Chantel Purser and Jackson Larkin, um, and I am her wife. I'm her wife. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes. We're I'm a her cool family. Yeah, we're 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 a modern family. Yes. Um, and I'm her I'm her husband. She's my wife. And about six months after we married, she finally let on that she had fibromyalgia. I didn't know it before then. I wasn't hiding it till after the marriage. Oh it's yeah, you were. One of those mm. things, you know. You didn't want we, to tell we me. We live with suffering, and you just figured that's just how it's going to roll. Sorry. So you've written a whole bunch of questions. I helped you with some of them. Yes. So you can kind of interview me. You bet. Um, and I'll just wing it. 
why don't you start with the questions and let's get this party going. Okay. Um, genetic causes of fibromyalgia? Um, bad methylation errors, especially MTTPAR, NAT2, uh, SN SNPs, and CBS SNPs are also a big problem, and significant glutathione SNPs. That's three, three sets of problems. Um, the methylation SNPs affect, affect the ability to detox and also cause chronic fatigue. The, uh, the NAT2 and CBS SNPs affect the transsulfuration pathway and conversion from homocysteine to glutathione. That's a big deal. Also, NAT2 affects ceruloplasmin, which causes, uh, which moves your copper and zinc around your body. We'll get to that in a minute, but, and um, also significant glutathione SNPs. Okay, that's the three sets of SNPs. Uh, so let me ask you this. Now let's ask why they, ma now, why they matter. Yeah. Okay, so fibromyalgia at its root cause is a is problem with dysfunction. With what? Of what? Yeah, ceruloplasmin. That's right. You already ceruloplasmin. If you want to know what to curse at every day, what to beat your head against the wall for, your ceruloplasmin is not working correctly. If you have bad fibro, it's not working correctly. But the, now we'll get into the whys and the hows. Awesome. Ooh, I actually have a quick good question from someone in the comments. Is fibro when you are fatigued or your muscles hurt to touch? Just for people who don't really understand what When your muscles is. hurt to touch. You, chronic fatigue syndrome is a second entity. They call it something else nowadays. I, it's like myalgic, myal, myalgic encephalomyelopathy or something. Weird. It's just chronic fatigue syndrome. Mm -hmm. That's the intracellular vitamin deficiencies that cause that. But um, yeah, it's when your muscles hurt to move, touch. You're mostly up in your upper back, neck, shoulders. You can get tender points. There's a lot of vague diagnostic rules. You can tell right away if someone has the problem though, because they go, oh yeah, my neck and back, upper shoulders and back are always stiff and hurt. Then my husband touches me. Sometimes I, it catches me and I yell. Yeah. Stuff like that. So my kids. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it, because the the root cause of this really we'll get into this is copper overload. I want to ask toxicity, you. Yeah. So ceruloplasm, I always say that. Ceruloplasm. Yep, moves how much copper and zinc around in your body? Ninety five percent. You, you feel it. Yeah, if you don't move that copper and zinc around properly, it can't get into your cells. It moves it into and out of cells. It moves it into and out of muscles. So you want it inside your cells. You need to trace them out inside your cells. And on this testing, I often get a low copper level on an intracellular basis because copper, the ceruloplasmin is being dysfunctional. If you want to know how I know this, and no one else seems to know this, that's how. Why, why if you have low intracellular copper levels, intracellular, why do you hurt more? Why is there fiber worse? There it is. It's out in the periphery where it shouldn't be floating around, damaging your muscles, causing a neurotoxin situation. So if you can't get enough zinc, what will your body uh, try to replace it with? Copper. It grabs copper first and because uh, it's right side by side on the periodic table of elements. Go look at it. the periodic table of elements. Copper and zinc are very, very similar, but copper is a heavy metal. It's actually considered a heavy metal and can poison you if it's pie enough. So does this cause a copper toxicity or overload? Uh -huh. I think it's more <laughs> overload, but if you're really hurting, you, you'd have a hard time convincing me it wasn't a copper toxicity. It's definitely not, um, oh, the other condition that people get with high copper levels. 
definitely not that because they doubt die of liver failure. It does not happen with fibromyalgia patients. You feel, I know it's not a toxicity, quote unquote, but when you're loaded like that and you're at your peak ugliness, oh my gosh, it feels like like a toxicity because oh, yeah. once you start moving it around, just like you explained, you're it's just phenomenal. And you're like, how is this happening? What is happening? So Dude, yeah. your body's just working the way it should. Our yes. ancestors didn't eat this high amount of copper foods that the modern Americans eat nowadays. The the arugula, the spinach, the kale, the the avocados. Uh, and I realize you grew up in a, in a Latino family, but I did. Um, you guys avocado had an avocado trees. tree in the backyard in Southern California, but um, yeah, but it uh, it's um, it's too much copper. They were. You know, back in the day, they ate a lot of black-eyed peas. They and... didn't walk across the fruited plains picking lobsters out of streams, <laughs> eating, picking avocados off trees. That wasn't a thing. <laughs> the arugula and, and, and kale were weeds, and they didn't find nuts everywhere and eat those because uh, nuts are super on copper. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so if you're eating those foods and you have fibro, you should cut them out of your diet for a while until you figure this out. So where is the copper if it's not in the cells? It's in your, it's in, outside in your muscles and your nerves, attaching themselves, causing inflammation, joints. It should be inside your cells. It's not. Causes I've got, neuro. I can show you lab after lab after lab after lab, showing it that these patients with bad fibro have no. It doesn't. It's not true with everyone, but most people with fibromyalgia have low intracellular copper levels. All patients with fibromyalgia have high NCC values of copper. That's a formula you have to use to determine what their true free copper is. Um, what's the number you want to look at? But if it's about 20% and everyone with bad fibro, it is. And if they have really bad fibro, seen it bedridden, they're going to be above 50. 40 is going to be, they're going to be in agony. So what really um, causes the problem with your stereoplasm? Vitamin deficiencies. Is that why we test for that in the office every day, all day? And I talk to a lot of you out there in podcast land. I'm on the front desk with Brandy. I've talked to a lot yeah, of And this you. is my wife. She likes working the front desk. And she runs all our business. <laughs> I like talking so. to everybody. They're so nice. I love our people. You've had a rejuvenation, though. You've really liked the life you have now compared to 25 years of fibro. Hmm. Yes. And yes, my vitamin deficiencies, my horrid vitamin deficiencies played into that. Yeah. And we flip that and we watch it. I always talk to all of you about our little corporate athlete program. We've got some patients that are on this every six months because they want to feel their absolute best for their own reasons. I do it. I do it probably every six months. For yeah. work? Yeah, for I do. Our, I'm, I'm way past my due date. I should have been, you know, bedridden and beat up a long time ago. But yeah, I keep working. We're not no. giving in, are we? No. We're going to go Can't screaming. Um, okay, so. Um, Keep asking. Okay. Um, what's the real root cause of these vitamin deficiencies? Tell just, us a little bit about that. Yeah, I just went over it. The uh, MTHFR causes four or five of the main deficiencies. I already went through one where I covered the five top vitamin deficiencies with MTHFR. They're also going to be in this fibromyalgia list of vitamins because MTHFR, the worse the MTHFR, the worse the fibromyalgia. It's interesting. I would say 
70, 80% of the emails and phone calls that come in in the front office of your practice, Dr. Purser, people yeah. ask if I call you Dr. Purser. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they they want to know, are you going to treat the root causes? They have tried everything else. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about the whys of the genetics, which you just said. Yeah. That's your well, my why. my book on this, the 85% the solution was number one for two years on Amazon. We like those, uh, we like those checks every month. Remember those? So following up with that, what are the, um, what genetic SNPs um, cause the biggest problems with detoxing? MTHFR. Because you can't, if you have bad enough MTHFR issues, it stops the methylation uh, pathway and it stops the transsulfuration pathway. So you won't convert homocysteine, which is nastily very inflammatory cardiovascular inflammation, muscle inflammation, all that. You can have a lot of pain with a high homocysteine level and uh, you and you won't make glutathione. So the body converts a lot, all your homocysteine straight to glutathione. And suddenly you can't detox, you won't have enough glutathione and you have lots of inflammatory crap floating around. True, true, so that's, true. So that's the big one on that. So um, what what's more numerous or worse uh, your methylations, your methylation SNPs are are the worst for what? Methylation SNPs are the worst for what? So if you have a lot of methylation SNPs, oh fi well, fibromyalgia they cause fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue. Yeah, because so if you, I got my genetics, have... my twenty three me and ran it through NutriHacker, and I'm double homozygous C six six seven whatever yes C six seven seven T yeah. Which is the worst Am form. I in trouble? Your compound headers, I see one of each. So. I know. I'm extra um, special. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the worst one for fibro, actually. But I would agree. Because um, it, it really cuts off a couple of methylation pathways. But um, yeah, you're in trouble. So what are the two? You just mentioned one. C6, C6 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, that's called compound heterozygous MTHFR. What is which one is worse again? Yours. The C677T is worse. And why? Why do you keep saying that? It cause together if you have if you're homozygous or have two of the C677Ts, you'll have an 80% reduction in your ATP production. You'll be exhausted. You won't keep up with anyone. You'll be tired all the time. You can't figure it out. And if you have two of the A1298Cs, you'll have about a 60 65% reduction. It's right there. We know that it's a normal amount of ATP is 32. If you have an 80% 80, 80 reduction, one carbohydrate, one carefully defined carbohydrate, not just like a giant Disney cupcake, but one little <laughs> carbohydrate molecule converts into 32 ATP. Some say 34. There's a debate. Um, but I, I've always believed it was 32. Well, if you have 80% reduction, does that mean you're going to have six or six and a half that's a big difference in 32 and six and a half you'll be slow you'll gain a lot of weight you'll be fighting it all your life you can't figure out why you're so tired all the time yeah you're drinking energy drinks and stuff like that trying to get through the day so if you have those bad methylation snips or mthfr snips what probably won't happen one more time you won't make glutathione you, you won't convert homocysteine to glutathione so you get a lot of inflammation get a lot of fatigue and you can't make glutathione, which then adds to your risk for fibromyalgia. So out there in podcast line, don't we love our bars glutathione? Oh my gosh. 
So what? Yeah, because a lot of you can't that? make it. I'm right. one of those, yeah. and I I love it. Here we are going into flu season again. I am armed and ready. Yeah, and I seem to make plenty of it, but I want I. I take it for flu. Plus, I just it clears my brain. Clears my I feel brain like too. the lights are on. It's I'm ready to dance all the way. Critical out for the any door. viral infections out there. Can I say what it helps me with? Yes, yeah. it really. I got mono at a very young age, <laughs> unintentionally, and it helps me so much with my flare-ups. I mean, you guys have just seen me. I fall apart. I can't get out of bed. I feel sick all the time when I have bad mono flare-ups. And a couple squirts of that, and I feel like a million bucks ready to go. It's, it's extremely antiviral. It's amazing. And the flavor, oh. it's hard to take, but trust me, once you start feeling better, you crave the flavor eventually. That's actually true. It's horrible, but you do. <laughs> we are coming out with a um, peach mango here in the next Yay, couple weeks. Yay, it's being bottled. We're it's so excited. Delicious. Yeah, it really is delicious. It tastes incredible. So, Dr. Persher, what is glutathione? Glutathione is the peak super antioxidant in your body. It's what causes you, helps you detox. So cerebroplasma and other, and other carriers use it like they use the stinky end, the sticky end and stinky end. That smells like, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, you get a sulfur. Sulfury, sulfury. Sulfury smell. It's a sulfhydryl group. They use that <clears throat> to grab metals, toxins, and remove them. Heavy metals, toxins, all that. And if you can't remove those without glutathione, you will not remove those. Mercury, lead, anything. Can't do it unless you have a lot of glutathione. And we see that with testing. Oh, my goodness. And how magical. So we have the only patented. And it's patented all over the world. Japan, Australia, Canada, etc. Um, and used all over the world. Um, and, um, and we actually have several plans with the FDA with it. So what we're going to do with it because it does some pretty crazy cool things and we won't get into that but what you, oh, real quick. <laughs> it's kind of funny i mean i love watching all the comments on tiktok uh, we have so many people that are so interested hearing from you for the very first time mm -hmm. and so uh some people are asking like you sell a glutathione uh, <laughs> we sell one that works I, I and i would say we sell the glutathione. yeah we have the only one that works there there are no other validated um we call it bars because it's since we're validatable, absorbable, reduced, stable. Those are my requirements. I've, I've done a lot of research in Southern California. I'll just leave it at that, a university down there. Um, and one of the fun things we used to just goof around with was trying to make glutathione. Think of those 300-year-old math equations that no one can figure out. That glutathione was a 50- or 60-year-old uh, pharmacological equation no one can figure out. We feel, figured it out in the US Patent Office. Give us a patent. It works. Uh, you'll know it first time you use it. It's pretty crazy. Real it's quick. Two million. The glutathione molecule, for example, is two million <laughs> times more potent than vitamin C. Yeah. Real quick, too. Not to get too off off topic of this, um, but I, I always see a lot of people asking about zeolite, which is a, a mineral that people don't use do for it. Details. Yeah, you don't need to do it if you have glutathione. Yeah. If you have the real glutathione, and we have the only one, I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that in court. Our patents stand up. If no one else has a patent. I love that these guys all say, well, no, we have the real glutathione. We, blah, blah. we have uh, reduced uh, liposomal. You know what? None of that's accurate because you'd have a patent on it if it worked. Yeah. Yeah, and ours worked, and we spent a lot of money patenting it. Now, glutathione is known as the master antioxidant in the body. No. Um, so it removes toxins, metals, everything. Without it, you're, you're, you're hammered. Exactly. 
So, so uh, what genetic SNPs damage or cause your cerealoplasm to be dysfunctional? NAT2 and CBS. When you get your, um, go on Google and just Google a, um, a uh, NAT2, uh, well, just go look at it. Just look at NAT2 and CBS. They, um, so we designed our, our, we didn't know about NAT2. We designed our, our uh, pseudoplasma support product, our methylthionine support product, which we got a patent on also. Um, and we call it copper balance, but we designed that before we knew even knew about NAT2 or any of that. Um, I knew about cerebroplasmin and that was being dysfunctional. I didn't know what was causing it. And if you look at NAT2 requirements on on a, your Nutrac or complete or imputed, they say you need molybdenum and boron and zinc and B6 and all that stuff. But yeah, that's what we have in our in our copper balance. It's a beautiful product. Yeah, but we've got a US patent on it, so. So what is worse? Oh, CBS is awful. Why? It affects the transsulfuration pathway, so you won't make, um, you won't make uh, glutathione. If, you, if your home is like a CBS, you're hammered. I mean, you're really in trouble. So, because you cannot make uh, glutathione. So, these are indirect ways glutathione production is damaged. Are there direct ways? Yeah. Uh, Tell us. GSTM1, GSTM3, GSTM2, uh, GSTP3. Uh, one, two, three. Those are those are how you recycle it, actually. But and so, where would I see those values? On on a on a complete uh, NutriHacker imputed or complete. I like the imputed because those those sound like funny little aliens. Yeah, but sweet. I look for them on there because I want to know if this person, especially that fibro, they have better their glutathione problems, and then if they have bad methylation problems, remember that'll get your glutathione too. Everything will attack your glutathione. Thank you, ancient ancestors, for. Giving us these transcription errors. They're not mutations. They are not. Mutations when they originally occurred. These are transcription errors that have been passed down sometimes through thousands of generations. Aren't you lucky? Yeah, that King Alphonse of Norway in uh, 200 uh, AD gave you his genetics. Wasn't that wonderful? Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So these SNPs uh, also are directly associated in our work in causing fibromyalgia. So do all of these polymorphisms cause intracellular vitamin deficiencies? Yep. Why? It's mostly how, not all, but 99%. It's how they damage you. It's how they affect you. It's how they give you diseases. It's how they destroy you. They give you chronic vitamin deficiencies. And the way most of you feel out there drinking your energy drinks or taking Adderall or or whatever you're trying to do to get through the day, drinking 84 cups of coffee, I've heard that, um, you're... You're, you're vitamin deficient and it causes massive fatigue and uh, depression and, and muscle aches and pains, all this. Deal with the vitamin deficiency first, then that's what we always do. And then if we need to, we'll put you on maintenance for those deficiencies because most of those intracellular deficiencies are genetic. So uh, also we'll deal with your methylation errors and other SNPs. We'll we'll figure it out if you get me an imputed NutraHacker. So you're telling me we're not going to be writing prescriptions for a bunch of drugs. You're just going to treat. I me? get them off the drugs, and I am an MD. I'll use prescriptions when I need to, when it's appropriate. But I got really lucky with the pituitary endocrinology research I did in Southern California. Um, I learned about all the stuff down there. I'll tell you what. I've developed it more. The fibromyalgia is a new thing. 
Oh. One, one of my most favorite sayings, I can remember this from years ago when you first started speaking and educating the public and other doctors, your favorite quote was a Chinese proverb. It's better to, um, yeah, yeah. And they, they come up with this, hang on a second. It's better to um, prevent the disease than to treat the disease. And that has always stuck in my heart. I've said that a million and one times I've to also people. Thank you. I've also never seen a Prozac deficiency. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I know a lot of people get diagnosed with that. You have a Prozac deficiency. I'm like, what? No. Yeah. So copper intake. They have to go on a low copper diet. What do we have to do with our copper intake? How do we handle that? There is that? a low copper diet. Uh, go to that. Either go to my page. Um, or Dan Persher, uh, MD. Yeah, I don't know if we can sell that on here. Or go to the Facebook page in Fibromyalgia with Natural Options and download the, the low copper diet. It's updated by the people on that, that group. That's their community now, even though I started that page and coached them and taught them and still go on there and still work with a lot of them. I'll be going on there pretty soon anyway with our new glutathione. Um, it's just so they can get free help. There's 50 million Americans, 56 million with fibro and and no one's helping them. Yeah, it's so real. So I love have, how uh, you're that exploding. National speaking to this year about it. Yeah. yeah. People want answers and they are tired of being told, here's your Lyrica, here's your sleeping Yeah, and Lyrica is a great product. Uh, I know. It has its place, but it's a it's, to it's get not you a root to cause. The, the resolution. You don't have yeah. a Lyrica deficiency, do you? No, you don't have a Prozac deficiency. Yes. Okay. Mint, sorry. So do you have questions for me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I sure do. Hang on. I wrote them down here. Um, so, I, well, I kind of asked you earlier, so. Uh, some personal questions for you, Denise, if you don't mind, because um, uh, I did all this for you. Where, where was your fibromyalgia pain when you first married? Mine was across On a scale of zero to ten. Oh, my pain level. Sorry, yeah. um, I would say seven, seven, eight, right around there. What about when it was really bad? It could flare up to I would call it fourteen, but yeah, you told me that before. Yeah, yeah, and you would be crying. You'd hurt so bad. You wouldn't take anything. I for couldn't it. move. That's what convinced me. Because I dealt with a lot of fibro patients who wanted narcotics. And I understand that. I, I was probably just like most physicians, kind of a jerk. And I'm I'm really paying penitence for that. I'm really sorry I did that. So, because um, I bullied you every step of the way. And I'm like, I got to figure this out. There's got to be an answer. And when I heard that molybdenum thing, I thought, there's my hook. I got to find out what's going on with that. I could not believe what a game changer, just that one component. There's so many studies on molybdenum and ceruloplasmin. Um, you got to have it or your molybdenum will not, your ceruloplasmin will not function. Right there, gave it away. I'm like, holy crap, that's a story. Because I'd heard copper caused the trigger points, the tender points. And, there, and even the, the nature pest thought it was a copper problem. I don't know how they figured out to get ceruloplasmin. Smart guys. I can't even emphasize enough, and it's really great when you address all your deficiencies and issues, but if you don't dial in um, your high copper foods for a time period, that it, it, you're just going to stunt you your to, ability. For at least three or four or six months, yeah. somewhere in there. And then you can start easing back off of it, start adding foods back in. When you get to zero pain level, like Denise, zero to one, 
from your 18 or 12 or 9 or whatever you're having now. And there are also times later on, even if you've been good for a couple months, where you need to do a detox at least for a couple days or oh, a week. Yeah. Even, it feels so good. Even with me being sewing and all those young people struggle with it, you still have to do it. And trust me, I love eating my good food. You know me. You guys know me. Yeah. I love eating. I love eating yummy. pasta. I yeah. love yummy food. And you don't have to give it up forever. You just have to figure out what's the worst for you. Like, I can't do nuts and I can't do shrimp. I love peanut butter. I can't eat peanut butter. It's my one thing I can never touch. Everybody has one or two things mm -hmm. they can't yeah. really ever go mm -hmm. back peanut to. Peanut butter even gets me mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. So I, I have taken. But and you know what, Chantel? There are so many around. young people oh, yeah. we see that your dad, Dr. Persher, treats. I'm shocked. And I'm so excited that these younger people, these young teenagers have wonderful parents that are dialing it in now. They're going to sell through their teenage years and right on into their young adult no. years. I mean, wow. Those are good parents. So parents, so, think about your babes. Because it's so So this is it. most like treating type 2 diabetes, living with type yes. 2 diabetes. Yeah. You got to do, you just got to live the lifestyle. You do. You got to stay on a low copper diet. You got to be aware of your, de your deadly foods that will nail you and put you in bed that night. You got to take your few supplements um, and you'll figure it out from your genetics or, or trial and error. Could be copper balance, could be our glutathione, it could be just some molybdenum. It varies for everyone. So, um, yeah, and you need methylation support because I guarantee if you have fibro that's causing you pain, significant pain, you have bad, significant methylation errors. True, true, Snaps. true. So, what are the uh, top 10 intracellular fibromyalgia vitamin deficiencies? Well, let's start with number 10. Do you want to know? I do want to know. Methionine. Methionine is, is an amino acid that's affected in the uh, the um, methylation pathway. If you're low on methionine, you're going to be low on SAMe. Now, that doesn't mean go take SAMe. SAMe is a two-edged sword. Take the methionine first, 400 milligrams a day. Start with 200 if you can find it. There's 200s on Amazon. Um, Rewatch this video if you want to hear yeah, these take little that tidbits. For a month, <laughs> maybe two weeks and go to 400. Try that if you're so good. Then you try Sammy. I like a Designs for Health Sammy or Sammy. Yeah, that's the one you can get from our office and stuff. It's really good, high quality. It's also 200 milligrams, which is what you need to start with. How often? Sammy is it once a day? Sammy is a two-edged sword. It either works for you really, really well, and you're amazed and you're happy and everything, or you become suicidal and feel terrible, awful. I, so did, I personally that. did not feel good on, I did much I better haven't either. I on the methionine. Good. I had a methionine deficiency yep. on my on my intracellular data. So don't feel bad if Sammy yeah, is not your bag. Yeah, methionine, yeah. Yep. What's number nine? Uh, B6, pyridoxine. We give it as P5P, though we do give it as B6 in our Renew. We're gonna change that, I think, to P5P. It's also, isn't it also in our copper balance? Pretty sure it is. So yeah. So um, number eight. Yeah. B, remember B six. If you don't have enough B six, your transsulfuration pathway is completely messed up. You can't make glutathione. Right. B six deficiency. When I see him, I always see him with a glutathione deficiency in the same test. Tag team, aren't they? Number no. eight. Knack. And acetylcysteine helps you detox. You create glutathione with it. Critical. See it all the time. Number seven. Seven most common I see with fibromyalgia is molybdenum. I don't know. It's debatable. It could be, I don't know. It's kind of guessing on this one because I see it often enough. It could be in the top three, but um, but I'm going to call it number seven, molybdenum. It helps empower your uh, cerebral plasma. You form molybdopterin 
So molybdenum helps you block copper absorption in the gut too, by the way, it's crazy. And it also helps you mobilize um, copper into your kidneys and into your, your liver to get rid of it into your bile. So you poop it out or pee it out, the excess copper. And you dump a lot of copper. Some people dump a whole lot. So and very, very painful. Number six. Copper. Back to the, I see a lot of low interest or copper levels. And everyone's like, well, yeah, but I, you said that a copper toxicity. I'm like, well, I don't know. You have a copper overload. It's out in your, we could test that test is 300 bucks. My cost on it and I just charge them cost. But if you want to know, but let's not spend the money. You already to tell you it's going to be high. Yeah. Um, that copper somewhere. It's not where it should be. It should be inside your cell. No, it's not there. So what is number five? Zinc. Zinc. Cause if you can't get enough zinc, you're going to grab copper. And that's where the, the whole nightmare really starts. So zinc. Um, so if you take molybdenum and zinc, and uh, you, you're going to be stuck with glutathione, and we have the only option that works. You can waste your money on some of the others that won't work. I know There's a lot of people are doing Amazon those that are, uh, IVs. Yeah, we're going to have the first IV glutathione FDA approved all that. We're pretty sure at this point. Um, yeah, zinc's number five. So what is number four? I'd say glutathione. That test we do does look at intracellular glutathione levels and they're usually low. Yeah, if you're low in NAC and low in B6, you're gonna be low in glutathione. If you have a if you have a, a methylation problem, which you'll see finalized out on this list, um, your methylation pathway, you won't make glutathione. That was if it's, if it's messed up. Number three. Folate or folic acid or folate. Yeah, I tend to go with folate. Uh, there's several different kinds of folate, so it, it kind of varies per patient and what I know about their genetics. Folate. My and favorite. you will be exhausted mm. if you have a folate deficiency. So Any true. of these, you'll be exhausted. All of them. But All the of top them. three, you're going to be beat like crazy. So number two. Boron. Boron is like molybdenum. Critical for cerebroplasmin functionality. Um, most critical. And I see it all the time. It's probably the, one of the most common deficiencies I see. No one even knows about it. They're like boron. I'm like, yeah, hey, when you shrugged your shoulders, just did those hurt? Yeah, they hurt all the time. My hands hurt. My joints hurt. My neck hurts. But I just live with that. I thought it was some inflammation thing. I'm like, well, we could call it fibromyalgia, but let's not do that. You have a copper overload problem, and boron should fix that pain. So along with getting your methylation stuff under control. So what's our number one? Oh, by far and away, B12. And there's four, four different, five, four or five, I can't remember tonight, four or five different kinds of B12. There's a denosyl hydro, and hydroxy B12, a denosyl B12, hydroxy B12, methyl B12, and cyanocobalamin. So I'll use them all or sometimes one or two or sometimes three on a person to get their levels up. It all varies according to what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing. I just kind of go with my gut and what I'm seeing on their genetics. And there it is. You did great. I love it. So let Top me go 10. through it again. Yes. Number one, B12. Number two, boron. Number three, folate. Number four, glutathione. Number five, zinc. Number six, copper. Number seven, molybdenum. Yeah, copper, intracellular copper deficiency. And But I'm telling you, the copper is somewhere. It's out in your, your bloodstream. You don't want it there. Uh, number seven, molybdenum. 8 NAC, uh, N-acetylcysteine, which from that you make glutathione, helps you detox. 
uh, number nine, uh, pyridoxine or B6, and number 10, methionine. So mine's Great. all genetics because I take everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. It's so worth it. Well, me too, to a certain extent. I think I'm taking all these right now. Yeah. Weirdly enough. So I don't have fibro. I never had fibro until I got married to you. I think I caught it. Contagious. Really? <laughs> no, so you we... needed to have empathy for me. That's yeah, why. Yeah, clearly. You didn't yeah, have that enough. night at the Dolphin <laughs> in Disney World. After I'd spoke all day at that conference. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that when I'm like, I think I have a fibro flare. I never had it. You're acting so like bad. it. So, uh, any questions? Yeah, real quick. Um, we have a lot of new people, especially on TikTok and on Facebook. On both. Hi, guys. Um, and they just they kind of want to know your background as a doctor, your experience working with these kinds of patients. Just a, a quick little rundown. Of I don't that. know. I probably looked at 15,000 um, over the years. Vitamin panels, interested or vitamin panels, probably more. Um, I probably looked at 15,000. I'm sure I'm well over that for genetic panels, um, either the ones we developed or the... Um, the NutriHacker Complete, which they'll send you an imputed. I like the imputed the best. You start with a 23andMe, though. Don't use your real name and number, or date of birth, sorry, um, for privacy issues on that one. Um, and I've got, so I've got extensive experience. My book on MTHFR was ahead of its time. It was number one for overall on Amazon for two long years. And um, I speak about this all over the world. I've educated thousands of physicians, a lot of the lay public. You can ask my long-term followers on Facebook. They'll tell you all about me. Uh, I look at root causes. I'm an MD. I really, what I dealt with, how I got into this is dealing with complex wound issues in a plastic surgery group. I was in plastic surgery for 30 years almost. Um, and um, but I dealt with injuries that wouldn't heal. And this is the root cause of it, these vitamin deficiencies. And, and later when the genetic pieces started falling in in the mid I'd say 2010, by the time the Human Genome Project had been somewhat mapped out and we started to get ideas of what was going on there, we really started rolling on this. What a revelation. Yeah, and my book came out about 2012, I think. 2013, my first edition, I had a, the second edition was the massive bestseller. What's the I'm name sure if I update it and put it out again, it'd be even bigger. So. What's your book name? The 85% Solution. Um, it Get needs to be now. updated a little, but it's still accurate. So It's such a good quick read, too. Yeah, it's please give me a review if you get any of my books. So. Written for the layman. Go ahead, Jackson. Oh, I was just going to mention, uh, especially for the people on TikTok, if you go to the Dan Presser MD page, there's the TikTok shop right there are listed the products we've been talking about. There's Copper Balance, the MTHFR, Renew and Endure, and we have our VARS Revive Glutathione all available right on TikTok shop. Otherwise, for everyone else, I mean, just look up online everywhere. You'll be able to find the physician-designed products and Dan Purser MD basically everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so take a look around. Yeah, I have a that. big following. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of Facebook videos where I had more than a million views and stuff. That Those days are long gone. So, um, yeah. But now we're getting a lot of big views on TikTok. And there were quite a few people asking if you can do telemed. Yeah, I do it all the time for this. Anyone can do telemed. You don't need to, sorry, I'm going to tell you the truth here. You don't need to be an MD, a DO, a nurse practitioner, or anything, a naturopath to do vitamin counseling. Isn't that weird? Or genetic counseling. Um, but yeah, I do do it. Uh, I, yeah, I do it. We do it all the time. Well, I don't care where you're at. I have patients in Australia, uh, Canada, and Japan. Europe. Yeah, in Europe, yeah. For intracellular testing, 
Um, that does need to be overnighted here in the U.S. Yeah, it's got to be here in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, we can ship it to you so you can get a drawn and then it gets out of it, it's included in the price. It's pretty reasonable. You can look at my website and see the, the costs are reasonable for what you're getting. You can look at 100 different vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and antioxidants. You may get sick of taking all the vitamins you're deficient in, but you will get better. We did have someone just ask MTHFR has no clinical significance. <laughs> Why is this even being discussed? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just gave all the reasons why it does, really. Yeah. You you have you're not listening, you're being ignorant. It's okay. Go check out the playlists on the Dan Purser MD TikTok page. Look at all of our content there. Dr. Purser here has been the forefront MD on MTHFR for nearly the last decade. We have seen and helped thousands and thousands of patients all around the world. Depression, fatigue, exhaustion. And if you don't want to be that way, get that vitamin panel. I mean, I'm seeing it all the time, priests in the pudding. I can tell you if you have MTHFR just from your vitamin deficiencies. And this isn't just what all of us have MTHFR in this room, yes. you included. Yeah, every single I've one of us does. Of yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. But we all suffer in the things that come suffering from it too, and we've all been treated for it. Yeah, you guys helped me develop the vitamins for it. Yeah. I, you're my test monkeys. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Come here, little Jackson. Try this vitamin. <laughs> What's your question? Uh, how much boron do you recommend? How much do we have in the copper balance? Five. Yeah, in, you don't want much. Five milligrams. And you can become boron toxic, molybdenum toxic. So you got to be careful with those. But most of you, if you have intracellular deficiency, it's not much of a problem. And you're fighting a genetic uphill battle anyway. So, so I'll put people on two boron occasionally if they have fat enough deficiency. Just for a while, a month. And then they go, God, I'm dramatically better. I'm like, let's back it off. And eventually I get them on maintenance, which is like three a week or whatever. I Once I deal with these vitamin deficiencies, I don't want to see you again. I want, I want you to be happy, healthy, forever. So some, most of these are genetic. Guess what? You're going to be on maintenance. So some, get them on Amazon. Get them you know, wherever we guide you to. And, um, and call me if you need me. So. I'm not look. I don't put you on some weird, what do they call those where they make him pay every month subscription service. Subscription. We don't do that. I'm old school. We, I we get want you, better you to feel better and kick mm -hmm. you out the door. You'll tell some people about me, and that's great. And look at my Google reviews. I think that's one of the number one questions I get asked at the front desk, is, well, how much is this going to cost me? How often do I have to meet with Dr. Persher? Because they're so overwhelmed. They've already spent tens yeah, of they, thousands. My average patient's been to 14 or 15 doctors. Yeah, yes. They, they, yeah, like I said, you don't have a fluoxetine deficiency. Yeah. And it's just really great. It's super clean and streamlined for minimal visits, maximum support. You get support all the way around. And like he just said, we want you happy, feeling better, and telling 10 friends. And it's minimal. You want a little maintenance visit once a year. I want to retest my vitamin levels, Dr. Purser. I want to stay on top of this. I feel like a million bucks. I and, might in the next year bring in another physician just because they've got a good friend who's really into all this. Yep. And he's sick of trying to help people through insurance. It's Palliative care gets old for doctors. They want wow. their patients to be happy. Yeah, they're, they all want this. They're just are stuck in their system. So it's a big step to walk away from that system.
I, there's another good one from TikTok, if you're good. Does the 23andMe test have any relevance with testing for MTH? Yeah, I use that. Bingo. You go to NutraHacker Complete, $37, but NutraHacker Complete. And um, thank you for that question. And that's, you know, plug in your data, your information. They go into to 23andMe, grab it, look at it, and they create your NutraHacker Complete. I don't want that. I want the PDF from the NutraHacker imputed. Email that to us. I review it. That's what I do at night until my eyes are crossed. Uh, and um, make an appointment yeah, first. Make, you spend yeah. so much time reviewing those. I, yeah, I get really it ready. I make you a lot of it. detailed notes uh, and tell you what's going on. I can pretty much predict what's going to be going on with you. Every once in a while, I get someone who some things aren't turned on happens, uh, but ninety nine percent of you, I can tell you exactly what you got going on before I even meet you. Off your genetics. And then get the vitamin panel because that's where all the really bad things show up. Just to hit it one more time, why? Where do all these deficiencies come from? These intracellular deficiencies. Why do people get them? Genetics. Your SNPs. You're born with single nucleotide um, um, polymorphisms that you're born with. Your ancestors passed down. They're called transcription errors. We're really good at copying the good genes. But we're also perfect at copying the bad genes too. And some of these are thousands of years old and you're passed down through your ancestor. Like the MTH of our genes, they think all of them pretty much started in Northern Europe. I have no idea why, but they've traced them back to there, looking in bogs and looking at peat moss bodies and, and bones and stuff they found. They can decarbonate the bones and look at the genetic sometimes and see what's going on. There. So they have a pretty good idea where most of this stuff started. Yeah. And so they, and some of them are really old. Yeah. Any other questions? One thing, just to continue on that point, a phrase that you've always said is good nutrition in equals good hormones yeah. out. Good nutrition in equals good hormones out, so your testosterone will be low, your um, your thyroid will be low. I deal with this stuff all the time. This is the same work we did at, I won't say the university, but the research I did in Southern California. Um, we looked at intracellular vitamins, minerals, amino acids when we had pituitary cases. They usually weren't. They were just vitamin malnourished people. We rarely saw a real pituitary case. Yep. And you know, and doctors might mistakenly tell you that. I'm going to say, until they've done this panel, they can't say that. They literally can't say that. And that was a U.S. Assistant Surgeon General I was working with from Harvard and IH Walter Reed, all that. So true. This is a question kind of off topic. Um, what are your thoughts on sciatica, mild stenosis, other injuries like that? Can't help it. Mm -hmm. That's a surgical issue. Sorry, sorry. Wish I could, I can't help it. Yeah. Well, uh, there's there's always more questions and we can keep on, you can keep on answering them later in the comments, but otherwise, I think we're- I don't know good. how to do the TikTok comments. Do they do, <laughs> the other comments on TikTok? Mm -hmm. Lots of comments on what TikTok the heck? for sure. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I can barely do the Facebook ones. I mm -hmm. actually, I think there's one more really good yep. one, if you don't mind. This is a really good one. Any relationship between detox issues and psychiatric symptom symptoms? Tons. It's excellent. Yeah, look at Walsh's work. Look at, yeah, I can pull up PubMed articles at the wazoo. Uh, all kinds of vitamin deficiencies cause bad psychiatric problems. Mm -hmm. I would love to go test everyone with the state mental hospital here in Utah. One day, if I have the money, I'm going to offer to do that. But um, and I think we could help a lot of people. So oh, I think this is the future of psychiatry, mm -hmm. but not with the whole, the, you guys know what I'm thinking, the whole that's 
on doctors now. I just can't. They can't break away. Well, you especially see it a lot in women after postpartum too. Yeah, they get they they go crazy sometimes. They feel horrible, and that's just a bunch of postpartum depressions, vitamin deficiencies. Until proven otherwise, I've dealt with it probably a hundred times. And these are people, women who got admitted to like the University of Utah psych unit and stuff like that after they had a baby, baby taken away and everything. And finally the husband comes in and says, her cousin said, you're the guy that can help. And so we had to step in and get testing on them. Like, Again, like, good nutrition in is great hormones, hormones out. out. Yeah, and great, and great brain health out. Yeah. So, what, yeah. One last question about complex regional pain syndrome. Any any thoughts or anything on that, especially for an international patient? Yeah, um, yeah, um, not genetic, but something else. So we also own a biotech we started a couple of years ago. You might want to look at our Ceramex product, ceramex.com. Um, we have done a lot of preclinical trials on that. I'd say it's well worth the look for you. That's all I can say legally and and everything else fda wise but you need to go look at that hard maybe try some no promises no guarantees <laughs> but i try it because complex regional pain syndrome uh is one of the worst pain agonies you can have so yeah but i'd still probably want to see that interested or vitamin panel just in case it's a b12 or, or lipoic acid or something like that you get you get a bad lipoic acid deficiency, it can cause bad neuropathy, neuropathic pain. So, yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. My eyes are crossed. I'm tired. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll log off and we'll keep on chatting with everyone. Hope I see some of you eventually. I'm here to help. Um, and you get me, and I'm cheery, and I'm fun. I'll tease you. I might call you names, all that. That's what you get. Um, <laughs> I'll get you better. Uh, and I'm, and I, I won't tell you you have a fluoxetine deficiency. This is Dr. Dan Purser. Thanks.